whatever. Or whatever you get a whatever maybe 10 gigs free on my laptop suck it oh brag so far the show's boring <laughs> i'll cut all that out good morning good morning good morning how's your butt good morning good morning good morning how's your butt good morning how's your christmas it's christmas it's such a nice day out we have the windows open. You can hear the wind chimes. And Gilda can hear the squirrels running around. Do you ever hear them run across the roof? Yeah. It's hilarious. It's cute. It is. It's cute. I mean, it sounds like they're huge. One time when I lived in Tribeca in, in that like really shitty apartment, I was lying in bed one night. When did you live in Tribeca? It was in that building that was owned by the mafia. Do you remember? And like we lost our heat and there was nobody to fix it. So we just didn't have heat all On winter. Christopher Street? No, it was oh. in Tribeca. It was no. A, well, it I was didn't know right, you then. Yeah, it was right before I met you. Um, the dark times. The super dark times. But I was lying in bed one night, and I heard the largest animal run across Ooh, my room. And I in was the like, room with in you. In the fucking room. And I was like frozen all night Ooh. long. <laughs> it was terrible. I was like, please let it be a chihuahua. Well, like my... F- God, what year was it? So my freshman year at Fordham? Anyway, it was in the Bronx that like uh, a, like an auto glass place caught a like a sewer rat, like a like a big mm. motherfucker, mm. big motherfucker, mm. like like Gilda's size, like a rodent of unusual. Yes. Yeah. And it got caught in a trap in the parking lot and they left it there <gasps> just so people could see it when we were walking by because everybody was just like fucking love new york have you have you seen this rat <laughs> you gotta go we learned our lesson last time when we took it away and people were like where's the rat i want to see it yeah, we got complaints people were like where's the rat don't tell me about the rat show me the rat i feel like there's things i wanted to talk about and i don't remember what any of them were you know what they're gonna pop up into your brain while we're talking about other things do you have anything you wanted to talk about um the only thing I wrote down, I try to take notes throughout the week. But the only thing I wrote down is that I look at old pictures of myself and I'm like, wow, I really am not as trollish and haggard as I always thought I was. Mm. So then maybe now currently I'm not as trollish and haggard as I sometimes tell myself I am. That's true. Could it possibly be? I just thought that was, you know, it's a good way to look at it. I get a little perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I was looking at old stand-up videos. Like I was just like going through stuff on the computer. Yeah. And organizing things. And I was like, I was like, when, when was I, when was I so fat? I didn't, cause I wasn't like, I'm looking at it. I was like, oh, you just had this image of yourself. Yeah. Like I was just yeah. like, just this big fat piece of shit (laughs) and i'm like i'm like oh wait i'm not (laughs) oh maybe maybe i'm still not yeah yeah our brains are dangerous yeah um daggerous 
I also keep not to take it down, but I also keep thinking about Caroline Flack, the uh, woman in England who killed herself. She was the host of Love Island. Yeah. uh, And a big personality in um, the UK. And uh, she was brought up on domestic abuse charges um, for like, they said, you know, she abused her boyfriend who's like some tennis star. Mm. And, uh, and the, the tabloids just like tore her to pieces and then she fucking hung herself. And it's like, let's talk about, you know, on a good day, what my mental state is, you know what I mean? And then imagine just having your picture everywhere, very unflattering pictures, I'm sure. Uh, and people just tearing you to shreds lies too. Like, Oh yeah. It's just awful. Well, those are the, the, the tabloids in oh, they're England are like ruthless. They are the worst of the worst. But then there's also all these articles coming out about how they talk about male stars in the UK where it's like, it's always like, oh, this poor chap, you know, like, look at what's happening to him. Yeah. Even when it's terrible stuff that they've done, you know, like really, really bad stuff. And, you know, with her, it's like, they just destroyed this poor woman's life. Yeah. So sad. Anyway, I hope you guys have a good Well, that's why, like, Megan and (laughs) Henry, Henry, (laughs) Harry, like, left the royal family, or I guess a big part of it. I I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if John Oliver could do a show on, like, the tabloids, but it's like, what is the story? They're just awful. Right. It's just like, they suck. Goodbye. They say terrible things and they're awful. Yeah. But there, now there's a movement where a lot of hair salons and nail salons are not c- carrying those magazines anymore, which is good because I went and got my nails done when we were in Rhode Island. My mm-hmm. I got a pedicure and I was looking at one of those magazines and I, I really started to feel shitty. Like I started to feel fat and old and ugly and like a piece of shit. And I was like, oh, my God. I like threw the magazine across right. the place. I'm like, get away from me. And those are the American ones. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been on my mind also. Well, they're also, they, especially with, with Megan, they were, I didn't even know any of this, but they were like, like really like racist at oh, her. Oh, great. Right. Like, it, like what the fuck? I know. <laughs> wow. Speaking of, Racist. How's Chet Hanks doing? He's good. Just chilling. Did you talk to him? Yeah. <laughs> I did. I'm 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 like, I feel bad sometimes talking about him because I'm like, I don't want to put it out there that like, you know, I don't want to put hate out there. I I just want I want I don't <laughs> think we're putting hate out there. I it's 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 befuddled amusement. Yeah. I think is is <laughs> what I would define it as. I don't think he's a bad guy right. at all. I think it's it's he's like We just want him to stop. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I'm just like what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. This is not the way. I mean, but uh, really all it comes down to is it's just the fact that he's Tom Hanks's son. Yeah. Is really the the straight cuz if I just saw that video I'd be like I wouldn't, I would be like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Like who cares? It's, that's the weird, it's just, that's the, there's just so many details. Because Tom Hanks is just so good and pure and, you know, that we know of, of course. He just, he just seems like a, seems like a pretty all right guy. Yeah. You know, I don't know him. I don't, I, I, 
I think it's safe to assume the best in everyone, even the monsters, because the monsters, like we were talking about, like it didn't, I don't think anybody's born evil. No, I, I don't think so. No, I think people are born with like, you know, a bad hand dealt to them and, you know, but even like illness. Yeah. Whatever. But even like somebody who is sociopathic, like just pathologically, like, like it's, there's something wrong, yes. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, even like the murderers and the most awful people in the world, it's like, well, they're, they either got dealt a bad hand and they were turned into monsters or they were born with something like that things weren't connected properly internally. Yeah. Like you either have, you either have a brain where you can, you you can get well, you know, you are not a bad person who is getting good. You are a sick person who is getting well. Right. And people should be held accountable for their actions. Yeah. Surely. Like these fucking tabloids. Right. And then, of course, all the tabloids now are like, oh, you know, let's let's write a, a tribute to Caroline Flack. Do your English accent. Right, cheerio, chip, chip, cheerio, no, Caroline s- Flack. <laughs> Caroline Flack. Do a real one. All right. Well, this is my real British accent. Oh, God. Like, it's really, really good. Really. Like, the oars are, are more of a... Uh, Really? (laughs) Let me hear yours. Well, all I can think of is um, (laughs) Olivia Wingate when she would say like, yes, cheers, love it, great, all right, I'm going to call you back. (laughs) (laughs) That's not very good either. (laughs) What? That's fucking, I'm just telling you that's. I used to, I used that's to my I impression of my my old manager right or I like a couple managers a good one, ago. but i don't i don't think i do a very good accent but like if you were if you booked a job i wouldn't like, first of all <laughs> but suppose you did okay. and then you were like panicking the night before well then i would listen i would watch a bunch of youtube videos uh-huh. of people speaking with a british accent and you know i just hope for the best really uh, like for what in life do you feel most grateful does that sound like a British accent? Well, it doesn't not sound like a British <laughs> accent. <laughs> but it tends to, mine tends to go into the like Cockney or, you know, like I love, that's why I love. Consider yourself <laughs> part of the family. Homes for the poor. That's why I loved watching Love Island, truly. Like that's how I know Caroline Flack is I loved watching Love Island because of their accents. Oh, I didn't even know you watched it. Oh yeah. Well, I watched the first uh, I guess it was the first season. I watched a season. I'm not sure it was the first, but you know, what's so funny. I was listening to, cause I can't listen to the whole show, but I listened to the beginning when Karen and Georgia just like talk to each other before people start getting murdered. Right. Um, I forget what Karen was talking about. Some podcasts where they like recap reality shows or like they go back and neither of them remembered or ever saw like the, the Lohan Island. What what was the one oh. where Lindsay Lohan owned? Lohan. Uh, what was that show called? But it was like uh, Lindsay Lohan owned like a a resort, like a club, a resort in the, in the it, Turks and Caicos or something. Right. Like yeah. Because I mean, even even Mallorca us, wasn't it Mallorca? I couldn't. Who cares? Right. <laughs> but like even us who were like we're junkies, we're like for looking shit. forward to it. Yeah. Into the idea, we probably watched the first episode. And we're like. 
Oh, it's so satisfying that it's trash. Oh, God. It was just like... I wonder it was, how many episodes it even lasted. Last. It was last. Last. How many episodes did it last? Is that good? But it was like, it was the most... It was more transparent than... What's the other one? Love it or list it? Oh, God. That one is so... It's just It's like awful. you're not even trying to pretend that this isn't, like, set up. Like every single show, it starts like, well, I'm going to convince them that this house is where they should stay. Oh, no, you don't. I'm going to sell them a right. house. <laughs> mm, I think what's really going to be great. Mm, what's behind this door? I've only seen one episode and I'm like, <laughs> I've seen every episode. And then they open the door. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that that was behind this door. I, I don't know how I'm going to work with that budget. But the, I will. The worst one was what's the the tow, the tow truck show? Oh my god, that was so funny. Oh the, my god, it's like beyond. Like towing. you're not even trying to pretend that this is real. Well, at least do it that way, you know. Like don't pretend. Oh sure, sure. Like there is a level of you know, are we going to actually believe this is real? No, like we don't. We know that it's right. not real. So at least go to the right. Go to so the like, extreme. The Lindsay Lohan one. It was like they got. So it's, it's, I don't know. What was it? It was a competition to be the manager, I guess, of this. To be a party per starter. Yeah. To just be the person who wins. And then they. I didn't even remember it. Was work at the resort or. Yeah. Well, they were all. Wor well, it was a competition in so much that like people got fired. Yeah. They probably didn't think it all the way through. Right. <laughs> Let's just start shooting, see what happens. Right. So it was like they all worked there, you know. Yeah. And then they got them all drunk. Like clearly, like they were given booze. These kids weren't like running around in a house yeah. and found, you know, grandpa's liquor cabinet. They were given alcohol. They're they got always, drunk. Yeah. And then once they were drunk, Lindsay showed up unannounced and they were like, oh, my God. You can't be drunk in front of your boss. Right. And it was just like, this is so. I just wanted to watch. I mean, if I'm being totally honest, I wanted to watch it to make sure that it was bad and to not like it. And then when it turned out it was bad, I was content to never watch it again. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, Lindsay Lohan is a person that, well, I did have a big resentment against for a long time. Uh, because she sued a commercial that I was in. Mm -hmm. um, well, and I, tell them what happened. Well, no, I was going oh. to. Uh, I Don't was, tell them what happened. Okay, I'm not going to. But, oh, shit. Codependency. Uh, no, I was in a, I booked a E-Trade commercial with Pete Holmes when he was the E-Trade baby. That's right. And uh, I was his little baby girlfriend, which is not creepy at all. And they, I remember I was like sitting in the waiting area before we were shooting and the creative guys came out and they were like, what's a name? And this is <laughs> awful, but they were like, what's a name that, that, that kind of sounds like slutty. We're trying to name the other baby. And I was like, I don't know. Like, um, and I just thought of the first name that popped in my head was Lindsay. Lindsay Lohan was nowhere near my consciousness at that point. It had mm -hmm. nothing to do with her. So they named this other baby Lindsay they say, you know, in the commercial, I say, you aren't with that milkaholic Lindsay. And then Lindsay Lohan thought we were talking about her. She's like, you say milkaholic and Lindsay, of course you're talking about me. It's like, oh, honey, you just admitted you're an alcoholic. Like, you should have just shut up, you know? So she sues them. Right. For 500 
million, million dollars. And or maybe it was like 50 million, but Whatever. truly it millions was some, of dollars. It was, yeah. And so they pull the commercial. I just remember we were out here and I, we were staying at the Oakwood Apartments. We were out here visiting and I woke up and my phone was just like blown up. There was like 50 text messages and like 12 voicemails. And I was like, what is happening? And someone was like, turn on Good Morning America. And they were talking about it. They were like, Lindsay Lohan is suing E-Trade. And, and then they pulled my commercial. It was the number three commercial spot. So it would have run for a long time. Yeah. I would have been able to pay my rent, you know, and she sued them and and they settled out of court and whatever. So Well, my favorite part was because you're do you're like the babies are talking on FaceTime. Yes. Right. Yeah. And you're like, and you're not with that milk Lindsay. No, that, I'm like, where were you last night? Where, you you were, weren't with that milkaholic Lindsay. And then all of a sudden the the Lindsay baby pops into his screen and goes, Milka, what? Yeah, and that was Jen, and I know who that was. I'm gonna look up her name real quick. Go ahead. But then, like, the New York Post and whoever else reached out to her for comment, right? <laughs> and you she were, was, yeah. And you were like, "What the fuck?" Oh my god, I was so mad. Jen <laughs> Harris, that's her name. She's an amazing performer. Right, right. She's incredible, and she actually did a cabaret show where she like poured a gallon of milk over her or something to like make amends make <laughs> to make a statement um yeah yeah what so i i i had a resentment against Lindsay, right but now i well see it was your fault it was my fault i should have shut the fuck up like i shouldn't have i'm not the creative i'm just the voice that would have been amazing is if they were like what's the what's like a real slutty name and you were like you figure it out, assholes. <laughs> That's what I should have done. That is not my job. You should have sat there and drank your fucking milk. <laughs> <laughs> Spit take. Um, what well, would have been funny if you were like, I don't know, Glennis? Glennis. I'm a huge slut. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Being a slut's great. If that's what you want to do, do it up. True. Um... But now I do see Lindsay Lohan as like, you know, I see the the sickness and and I relate to oh, talk her about, on such yeah. a deeper level now. And I'm just like, I just wish her the best. I truly yeah, do. Yeah, no, talk about getting get dealt a hand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that poor thing. No fucking way, man. And yeah. then, because then there was some show with her parents and then it was like, oh no. Well, her dad was on, speaking of reality shows, he was on Celebrity Rehab. Well, they both were. Yes, but his addiction was his cell phone. Well, oh, right. I remember. Yeah, I remember that aspect of it. And then they showed him out and he's just like, what the fuck? Like yelling at somebody on the phone. He's like, you're fucking a piece of shit. You know, it's like. <laughs> Rage might have also played Rage. part in it. Let's no, let, it's only the phone. The, the cell phone might be an innocent. But that's what it felt like. It felt like he was like, I don't have any problem except the phone. I can't stop talking on the phone. Right. I got no problems except the phone and the crack and the booze and the rage. <laughs> that I get by picking up the phone and calling the people. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, They're a litigious family. <laughs> they, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to bleep her name out of this whole thing. Beep. Well, uh, then she tried to sue Pitbull or somebody, too, because he said, do something like Lindsay Lohan. Uh, get locked up like Lindsay Lohan or something like that. Um, allegedly, allegedly, would you ever do a reality show? Like, would you have ever done in the past? 
Um. Well, no, because I think that they are. Um, they ruined TV. They ruined. Um, scripted TV. Yeah, scripted yeah. television. Yeah. Uh, they cheapened it. They they really ruined opportunities that actors have. Really ruined opportunities that writers have. Ruined reality. Yeah. You <laughs> Truly. Know, yeah. Ruined the public. You know, just. You know, and it and it's hard to blame the public because it's like if if it wasn't being offered, they wouldn't take it. You know, right? But, but if they weren't taking it, then it. But wouldn't they be weren't. Offered. If they weren't taking it, they, it wouldn't be offered. Yeah. It's like Lenny Bruce said: the reason they made you know plastic fake dog poop is because the plastic fake vomit sold so well. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah. That's that's what supply it comes down and to. demand. You know. I mean, the, that's that's the bottom line. Yeah. You know. The bottom line. Oh, I remember what Big the plastic. I remember what the pun that Michael Barbaro could have made, but instead didn't. Oh, yeah, because they were they were talking about um, um, uh, child sexual abuse imagery and how the tech companies uh, need to be doing more about stopping it. Yeah, and it was um, that America, not America Online, uh, Facebook, um, like of like you know, 18 million cases that got like, you know, reported Facebook. It was like 17 million of them were on Facebook messenger. Oh, Jesus. And what, right. And so then like on the surface, it seemed like, Oh, well this is a Facebook problem. And then they were like, well, the more we looked at it, it was like, no, the reason that that was the case is because Facebook is doing the most to try to stop it. Mm. And, and specifically on Facebook messenger. So, like Barbaro's like, oh, so Facebook, so it, it on the surface, it looks like it's a Facebook problem, but they're the ones reporting it. So like, and what Facebook is trying to say, and he's like, Michael Barbaro then says, is like, well, don't kill the messenger. And I'm like, don't that's literally it. the name of the app that they're talking <laughs> yeah. about. But they're talking about like such like, like the worst of the worst of the worst, yeah. like news story you could imagine. And it's like, of course, he's not going to make his cute little pun. But then you look at a, a picture of Michael Barbaro yeah. and he's like, I have a few puns I want to pitch. <laughs> the mm. pun nasty. Mm, they, oh, they, welcome to my home. Can I take your top hat? I'm Michael Barbaro. See you tomorrow. <laughs> it rhymes with my name. <laughs> squeaky, not squeaky. Not a pun. I'm aware. <laughs> not a pun, but it is fun. Michael Barbaro. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Hmm. Well, the reason you said that is because I was watching the Today Show for 0.3 seconds and they were talking. I walked in the house and could not fucking believe it was on the I TV. know. I know. I always sometimes I check in on the Today Show and I check in on Kelly and and what's his nuts? Ryan Seacrest. Douchebag City. Kelly doesn't think he did anything wrong. Oh and my somehow God. that Kelly, was you're enough. part of the problem. The, somehow that was enough. Yeah. Kelly's got. Yep. She's got power. Uh, I just check in every once in a while. Like sometimes I'll watch the view, like, you know, they're sometimes they have great guests, you know, but, uh, the but the view, today I show can, I never watch. Ever. No, the today show is very it's garbage antiseptic. You yeah. Know. It's just, it's just like exactly wipe the brain clean and, you know, drones and sheep. There's and something all that I stuff. really like about Al Roker though, even though like there's sometimes I can't like, I, I, I can't watch that show. Yeah. You know, yeah, and especially after all, like the like the NBC shit and the Matt Lauer shit, it's just like <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know, Al Roker. There are times when I'm just like, he's like a walking dad joke. 
<laughs> but but then there are times I'm just like, I just fucking like this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like he's got some awareness, which is nice, you know? Definitely. Like, um, but they were talking about this older woman who had an empire. She built this empire by baking pies. And they, they said she has a pie empire. And then they just moved on. And I was like, hello. You were so mad. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> An empire? Right. <laughs> well, you saw that. I put it on my Instagram, Pictionary Air, where it's like... Oh, yeah. It's like Pictionary. a... Pictionary. Pictionary. Come on, guys. Somebody, like, fell on his sword in the in the creative meeting, like, guy, and, like, he just got overruled. Like, people aren't going to understand. People are dumb. Yeah. Our, our metrics say that people who play Pictionary are dumb. Are dumb. <laughs> Such oh jeez! I mean, I love a good, I love a good wordplay. I love a pun. A good one. A good one, like Empire. Come on. Call you should work Empire for the New York Post. Oh my god, I should have really. Um. Oh, I was almost. Well, mm. I almost applied to be on a reality show in when I lived in New York. They were going to do an all woman uh, comedy reality show where well like, that's something we lived in a house and there was competitions and stuff but even in the back of my mind i was like i think that this could go really 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 bad for me i think that i would be i would have a hard time keeping it together in a house like that yeah you know but you but like think of <laughs> the, the notoriety you would have got oh my god oh my Matt. god <sighs> i don't know it was like when last comic standing started i was like I was like, oh, fuck this. And then like looking back now, I'm like, it's just a TV credit. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's a legit TV credit. It's so crazy. Right. Not that one, but like reality shows. Like I know people who have turned a non-performance based reality show credit into a career. Right. You know, I mean, like it happens all the time. Sure. You know, <laughs> good God. Yeah. It's crazy. But I just know that I just don't trust it. No, because you, you don't have control of how they're going to manipulate no. what you say or do or how you are then perceived and then you're branded with that forever. But yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't know, looking back, it's like the the one that I was just enthralled with and that seemed fucking real was the Danny Bonaducci one. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Did you never watch that? Breaking um, Bonaducci? I, I think I must have, Holy but I don't really remember it. Fucking shit, dude. I think it was too much for me. <laughs> it was fucking it felt fucking real. Yeah. Yeah. It was too much. Like this should not be on TV. Like at one point they stopped him from driving home drunk. And like they showed like cause he and he was shit faced, the poor guy. And uh they sh showed footage of him like telling off one of the producers, he's like Fuck you. If I don't get in this car and drive home right now, you don't have a show. Oof. He's like, this is exactly what you fucking want. Oof. Brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the stuff I've seen on TV, like I used to watch all those medical shows and I saw oh one. Oh my God. I, I mean, they used to show stuff that I was like, how, how did this get on TV? This is brutal. But they showed one uh, where they picked up, you know, it was like an ambulance show real ambulance stories, you know, and they picked up somebody that was like, they, like they died. The cameras didn't capture them dying, but the person died after they had stopped filming or they filmed it and they didn't show it, but they, they, they played the death moan that this person let out right before they die. And it still fucking haunts me. Like it, you, no thanks. Uh, uh, like that is not the career I chose. 
And now I will never forget that. I, I mean, like so much respect for for people that work in, you know, ER and hospitals and, you know, emergency rooms. Jesus fucking Christ. Mm-mm. Seeing that every day. No. Oof. I, uh, I like, um, Godzilla movies. <laughs> That's not reality, Matthew. Uh, and, uh, pro wrestling. Yeah. Nicolas Cage movies, you know. I like Vanderpump Rules. That's my favorite reality show. All the housewives I love. Right. And, and I know they're not real, but there is an element of reality within these, uh, you know, within these worlds. Because it's like you do get to see these women interacting yeah. with each other. They're, it's probably not too far off the mark. Right. They're not great actresses. No, put no. Put it that way. And Vanderpump Rules, you know, they all drink very heavily. It's very entertaining. It's not to a degree where it's like sad, you know, they just drink and, and it's, I don't know it, they continue to be entertaining. I, my favorite Instagram account is, um, uh, influencers in the wild. Oh yeah. You just sent me a thing. I didn't oh. watch it yet. Oh, did you not watch it yet? Not yet. Huh? You should watch it right now. Okay. <laughs> it's just people. It's influencers either. A third party taping oh, them. Yes, I saw somebody post one the other day. Yeah. Where they were like dancing. Yeah. There were two girls dancing and they were like, they made women in, with strollers walk around them. Right. Like move out of the way so that they could do a fucking Yes, video. It's, it's shit like that. Or it's like influencers like, you know, falling down um, <laughs> or just it's just every like Instagram stories gone wrong is really what it is. It's amazing. OK, so this is I'm going to turn my sound up. Wait, okay. You gotta hold the mic closer. Yeah. Why do some people look so cute when they run? I mean, I've got five. It's Black yeah. History Month. He says it's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's this white girl. She's just like, I just ran 6.7 miles. How do some people look so cute after they run? And he just goes, Bitch, move out of my. Why do some people look so cute when they run? I mean, I'm behind. Oh, bitch, get out of my fucking butt. It's Black History Month. <laughs> he says it's Black History Month. <laughs> oh, shit. That is so good. Like 100% on his side. Yes. <laughs> always. Always. I'm always on the side of not the white people. Um, And her face, too, is. She's like, she clutches her pearls. She literally clutches her pearls <laughs> yes. and then looks into the the camera on the phone like indignant but also with a hint of so excited that I have something to complain about yeah. to to be upset about. Yeah. She's genuinely afraid. Genuinely afraid <laughs> and genuinely thrilled <laughs> that someone wronged her that now she is a victim. Oh shit. Yeah. So good. And like, those are those that's just my petty judgments of this person i don't know she might be lovely i'm, I'm sure, sure she's, she's lovely also was there a hint of an english accent there, yes right yes it was very subtle that's not that's not it but it's wow very you subtle. just went from high class london to cockney it's not it at all <laughs> <laughs> that i like though did you did you like that it's a little bit like um uh, it's so it's so good it's like what's what what was what's the 
what was the show with Matt LeBlanc where like oh yes uh episodes episodes oh god that I forget so the actor's name but at the, like I feel like the first one where he was like a refined English actor they were like could you do an American accent he's like sure and he's just like trying to do this like <laughs> awful like cowboy southern accent <laughs> yes that's what it comes out as and it's just like oh fuck I saw a play in when I was in London I saw a play called uh Hitchcock's Blondes and the woman who was the lead, she was kind of an amalgamation of all of his leading ladies. Mm. And she was trying to do an English, an American ac accent. And it was just a, a terrible Southern drawl. And it was so distracting. So funny. Oh, it was so hard to watch. I was like, just do your accent. It's fine. I didn't know Margot Robbie is Australian. Yeah. All the good ones are Australian. All the good ones are Australian. Yeah. Yeah, they really know how to grow them out there. They like keep them they keep them contained in Australia away from all of us, all yeah. the bullshit, and then they release them into the wild and we're like, "Holy shit, you're amazing." Cuz who's the actress from um not Betsy's wedding, Muriel's wedding? <laughs> Betsy's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this came out like Betsy's wedding. <laughs> 2 weeks apart from each other. Oh, the uh, Alan Alda film classic, Betsy's Wedding. Betsy's Wedding. What a terrible title. Um, <laughs> uh, Tony Collette. No, no, no. But is she Australian? Yes. Fuck off. No, I will not. Are you? You're kidding me. Oh, she's the greatest no. actress. She's the greatest actress. I had no, no idea. idea. I know. I was thinking of the other one from Six Feet Under. Oh, she's so Rachel. Good. Uh, Feinstein. Uh, Rachel Betsy. <laughs> Rachel Betsy's Muriel. wedding. Rachel Weiss. I know that's the uh no, Rachel um But she was like Move out of the way, my bitch. Fuck fucking move, bitch. Fucking move, bitch. It's Black History Month. <laughs> Oh, oh God, wow! So good, so 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 good, so satisfying. Rachel Griffiths. Griffiths. Yes, she was like my favorite thing on that show. Oh God, she was so good, so heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, Tony Collette. I love Tony Collette. Everything she does. I watched the multiple personality shows that she did. I loved it. I the United loved, States of Tara. Yes, I love everything about her. She is fantastic. I couldn't think of what it was called. The first time I saw, uh, it was obviously a rerun of Mel Gibson hosting Saturday Night Live, and I'm sitting there with my brother. Fucking bottle your disdain. <laughs> For a minute while I tell a story about I, me. I didn't say a thing. You made faces. I rolled my eyes. Faces like you were Rod Stewart. <laughs> and he's doing the monologue and I turn to my brother Michael and I just go, is he doing like a, a bit? Why is it? And he's like, oh, no, he's Australian. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> like I was like a teenager. Oh my God. Like I was like. You're going to be shitting me. Because obviously I had not watched any Mad Max movies, you know, at right. that point. I right. I saw Lethal Weapons. I saw Lethal Weapons, not Mad Max. I saw Lethal Weapons. I'm from Australia. So terrible. Sorry, guys. I apologize. What about like a Long Island accent? Is, is leaving? 
What you you's leaving? How oh about my. a full sentence? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, what? Try no, coffee. Coffee. Like we never, we never eat at McDonald's. Like, oh my friggin' god, are you serious? Like we would never, 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 never. McDonald's never. Everything else, yeah. Craft cheese, never. <laughs> Oh my god! Like ready whip into my face? Absolutely not! Oh my god! Yeah, maybe accents isn't your thing. No accents, I do not do well. Do you do any accent well? No, absolutely not. Come on! I don't. I really don't think I Didn't do. Did you grow well. up around like some accents or no. something? Do you know that Colorado is apparently the most pure, like just straight accent in the United States? What about all the? Uh... I mean, I'm not going to ask you to do like a Native American accent, but you grew up around all those kids. No, they didn't. No, they didn't have accents. No, I mean, maybe their parents, but like you're talking generations now removed from. No, you just spoke. I, I, I grew up around like fucking Italian kids that talk different than me for some reason. <laughs> it wasn't like an Italian. It was an American Italian accent, but yeah, it was they, like they, they're putting that shit on, you know, like Rhode are. Island. It's like, yeah. Oh, my fucking God. I fucking wicked thirsty. Do. I wish I could do it. Is anybody going to eat that sandwich? Because I'll fucking house it. I'll house it. You know, my my cousin Sarah can do a really good Australian accent and it makes me crazy because she's so good at it. Will you call her? Well, what's what's <laughs> that thing you do? Like the Periscope, TikTok? I don't know. What the oh, Marco f- Polo? Yeah, Marco fucking Polo. Yeah. Do it now. Marco Polo her? Well, yeah, ask if she's not busy like selling killing it houses. selling houses she's so good okay i'm gonna hey will you send me a video of you doing your let Australian her know we're doing accent? the show we're doing our show right now so do it right now goodbye <laughs> <laughs> we're doing our show right now so do it right now <laughs> um no i really wish accents were my thing but they're just not i mean characters and comedy that's my thing but accents apparently you could do I'm a caricature terrible. I can do a caricature. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Especially what's, in the moment. What's like your Irish accent? Oh, God, please don't make me do that. It's I, I can't even do it. You got so scared. Uh, I hate I, your sweet little face. Uh, I can't do it. That's the one that stresses me out the most. Why? Because you're Cause Irish? Because yeah, I immediately go. Like, I just I don't. Yar, I'm an Irishman. <laughs> yar. It all it, it always ends up sounding a little. A little British, a little uh, Australian. I, I don't even know where to start. Give me a word. Give me a word to say that like is Irish. Uh, like the, <laughs> an Irish word. An Irish, you know, like I a word to like. like what am I supposed to say? I, oh well, potato, bro- right? The brogue, the Irish brogue. The brogue. The Why would an Irish person say brogue? No, you have. Do you know when people do accents, they have a word that they say brogue. that will get them into the accent. I, I know what you, you mean. Know what I mean? I, I would say because I always got mine from the movie The Commitments. Yeah. So I would always say "fuck off." Right. That's- fucking oh sis the band is it but you two are shit themselves right so that's great you did fuck off mr rabbit but i say brogue and then it gets me nowhere brogue sarsha <laughs> sarsha and it's terrible it's terrible don't, talk- don't look at me don't look at me i can maybe do a little Stephen king the stand <laughs> the Stephen. i can't do it Gil- i can do a Gilda, french accent stop licking your vagina <laughs> oh my god matthew she's, licking-, the- she's the- licking her vulva by the way 
The whole thing is the vagina. No, the whole thing is the vulva. No, that's the only outer... the birth canal is the vagina. The entire no organ is the vagina. No. The outer no portion is the vulva. You're wrong, but that's okay. You're a man. Um, <sighs> I can kind of do a French accent, <sighs> but only uh only a little. Uh, so if I speak like this, do I sound like I am from France? Huh? You don't sound like you're from New Jersey. <laughs> Like a Wicked New Jersey accent like this? Or does that sound like the, um, Long Island? The thing I shot the other day, which I signed an NDA for, so I can't talk about what it is, The but the director was French. Uh-huh. And um, I was, I'm just, I'm just, I'm like, I'm there to do a job and I'm like very serious sometimes. I'm just like, also, I didn't know what I was doing when I got there. Right. So I was very much like, and the people who were supposed to get me there got me there very, very late. Right. So I was very like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Yeah. And so I'm just standing there just very like business. Yeah. And uh, the director, he looks at me and just goes, are you not happy? Are you not happy to see me? <laughs> and I go, you, I'm very happy to see you. He goes, good. I'm very happy to see you. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a French accent. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I used to have a roommate who is from... <laughs> Where the fuck was she from? I want to say the Eiffel Tower. Sweden or something. And she would always, when I would, I mean, granted, I was very depressed and drinking a lot at this point in my life when I lived on Christopher Street. Yeah. And I would come out at like, you know, 10 a.m. or something on a Saturday. And she'd be like, oh, you are still wearing your sweatpants? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, man. You don't know me. What What was that? Ex That's the best. That was a depressed. The depressed alcoholic. You don't know me. What about on Little Britain when they're like, Compute says now. Bet you says now. No. No. Little Compute Britain. What a good Compute fucking show. Now. I'm going to work on some accents. I'm going to get better at it. Good. All right. You ready for some questions? Yeah. This right. is, I think this is a relationship podcast. I mean, really, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what are we even talking about? But it's been fun. You know, it's been fun. This is what they want. They want us. The people want us. I mean, you know, I uh, I want to delve into some deep shit, too. But things are good right now. Like, I feel mentally good, you know? And I like, I like that. I like being in that mindset, too. Yeah, I feel good. After the thing I shot, I felt like shit. We were both about to quit everything that oh day. Oh, my God. I yeah. Was like, what is the fucking point? I was, I got up at 4.30, I drove an hour, I shot the thing, I had a lot of expectations, and right. as the shoot went on, I was like, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. We were already cashing those checks, baby. For Christ's sake. <laughs> and then I left, I was done by 9.30, and it's so funny because like, the people who were like signing me out, like, wow, you're done already, wow, easy day. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you. In my head, I'm like, fuck you you yeah i know they hated me thanks i'm like thanks so fucking much <laughs> so so i'm down and i'm like i'm like well i might as well just fucking drive lift because i'm a fucking loser fucking can't do anything right oh, baby and then i start driving around nobody nobody wants a fucking ride and i start thinking about well I better start thinking about every mistake I've ever made in my fucking career. <laughs> better start thinking about everybody I fucking started comedy with who's fucking famous now. Yeah. And then I finally, and then I'm like, fuck this. I'm just going to drive back to the fucking valley and fucking 
stew. Yeah. <laughs> so then I and then as where I'm and I'm sitting in god awful traffic, like stopped on the fucking five. No one's moving. And I'm getting text messages from you and our cousin Sarah, mm-hmm. who's in Maine. And we're always talking about like, why the fuck don't we just live in Maine mm-hmm. next door to them? It would be fucking great. Um, and it's so funny. The other day I was just, I was like immediately reminded. I was like, oh, the worst person I've ever met in my entire life lives in fucking Portland, <laughs> Maine. I don't want to be like, happen to run into that fucking guy. Yeah. And, uh, but at any rate, like seriously, I look up, I'm sitting behind a truck with a main license plate as this is all going on. And I'm just like, you gotta be fucking shitting me. I'm so I'm like, just get me off this goddamn highway. <laughs> and I get a ping, you know, to pick somebody up. And I'm like, fuck this. I don't want to fucking pick this guy up. I want to fucking do shit. It's going to be like three bucks. Whoop de fucking do fucking. And I'm like, fuck it. Fuck it all. I'll just fucking go pick this guy up. And I pick the guy up and he tells me his whole, you know, story. And it's like, and he's clearly got like a lot going on and a lot of problems. He's 61. I pick him up where he's getting like insulin done. And I drive him to like the rest home where he lives. And I'm just like, and he gets in my fucking car and he goes, is this the Almond Brothers? And I'm like, yeah, man. And we just start talking about music. And he's like, do you like Soundgarden? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, Soundgarden and Pearl Jam. And he's like, you know who I really love is Nirvana. So we get to a stoplight and I'm like, I'll put on Nirvana. I put on Nirvana and he's like, is this Nirvana? And it meant so much to him. And then uh, he's like, wow, you get to drive around all day and listen to music? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I do. And then I dropped him off and I felt fucking incredible. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in those moments, it's (sighs) like there's there's zero gratitude. For the countless bounty at our feet, you know, and it's like, it's so easy to slip into that for me. You know, I I did the same thing like that day. I was just like, what is the point? I mean, what do I have? I I always slip into this mindset of like, you asked me what I wanted to do for my birthday. And I was like, fuck, God damn it. The year is almost up and I have done nothing. I have done nothing. I have nothing. I've done nothing. I am a piece of shit. I was going to do it all by the time it was my birthday again. God damn it. And uh, and so I just like, I spiral. You know, I fucking right. spiral. But like, <laughs> there's so much to be grateful for. It's like the lists, a it's, scroll, right. a scroll of things, you know, and it's, it's not preposterous. It's not a fucking billboard on Melrose. You know, and that's probably good. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I used to think would 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 make me finally accept gratitude and be happy. Right. Well, that's the problem when when you get that billboard on Melrose and you still feel the fucking same. And then you're like, what the fuck? Right. Why didn't this was supposed to fix everything? Right. Right. And I mean, I I've recently 
become close with a comedian who I was like, you know, this person is super successful and doing great. Mm -hmm. And like, and, you know, I texted them and I was like, hey, I uh, am having a really shitty day and I feel really insecure and I don't like, you know, this career and I want to quit and blah, blah, blah. And they said exactly the same thing back to me. And, you know, then we made each other laugh and we were like, well, we'll quit tomorrow, you know, and it's like and it was and then the next day they texted me about something and it was just like, yeah, that's exactly what this is. Like we need this human connection so that we can either say, oh, fuck, I forgot that other people have it a lot fucking worse than me. And driving around listening to music sounds good like that. Well, that's what it came down to. It's like all I had to do was put on. Never mind. And right. suddenly I'm being of service to someone and now I'm out of my bullshit, right. out of my head, That's out of my is. fucking insane pity party. He even said he was like, he's like, oh, man, thanks so much for getting me. He's like, I I, I, I called for one car and then the guy canceled on me. And I was like, oops, <sighs> I, almost did, I that. almost did the same thing. I mean, you just never know. Like showing like we're up. We're pulling up like like the like fucking smells like teen spirit is like kicking yeah and we're pulling up to a red like i like we're pulling up to a yellow light and like i stopped like i didn't run the light and he just goes you're a really good driver but like he didn't mean like he meant everything yeah and i was just like oh fuck yeah like like literally i dropped that guy off and i saw like the other people at like the rest home and i'm like this is what i want to do with my life i want to play music for people who Aww. are who, who like can't listen to the music they like yeah you know i'm yeah. just like fuck but like that's with anything like we always have a choice we can either look at like when i drove lyft like you can you can get into the car and say i'm a piece of shit this is right. something that i didn't think i was going to be doing at you know 40 years old whatever yeah. Yeah. uh or you can say hey, who's this person I'm about to pick up? What kind of music do they listen to? I'm going to put that music on and have a little treat for them when they get in the car. And I would do that for people. And then they would get in and be like, oh my God, is this Robin? I fucking love Robin. And I'd be like, me too. I love Robin. (laughs) And then, you know, we'd bond over fucking Robin. You always have a choice, you know? And it doesn't seem easy sometimes. Sometimes I, but that's why I have to connect to another person. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what, I mean, how often do we hear it? And you are the, like, clarified it for me like i couldn't even believe where somebody was like you know happiness is a choice and you were like well i can't just choose to be happy but i can take actions so that i will feel better yeah feel better about myself and i will feel happy yeah you know of like you know i hear it all the time like you want self-esteem do esteemable acts right right But I mean, even that you're like, okay, so how does that connect? You know, but it's like, it just does. You just one foot in front of the other, these little tiny steps that you feel like are not really taking you anywhere. You know, I, I described like, I described working a program to somebody as like, think of it as a staircase, truly, because if you're thinking of it as like, you're thinking of it as a flat surface, like you're skating around and that's limbo. Like you're skating in a circle, spinning your ideas, Mm. trying the exact same thing over and over and it's not working. So here's the first step we should take. And that first step is just, hey, why don't you write down what your day looks like tomorrow? What does your day look like tomorrow? Hour by hour. Is that what you need to do? Because that's what I fucking needed to do. I needed to say, I'm waking up at 6 a.m. I'm eating breakfast at 
620. I'm out the door at 7 a.m. I because I couldn't do it otherwise that way. You know, like I just couldn't fucking function, period, without doing that. Mm-hmm. So write it, write it down. Like, what's your first step that you're going to take, you know, but also just like, like you had these huge expectations going to this commercial. (laughs) I had huge expectations going to Maui. Right. Right. Yesterday, my friend owns a restaurant and she said, you know, and I, I sent her my resume months ago and I didn't hear anything, you know, and I was like, okay, they're not hiring. That's fine. You know, kind of let it go. And she was like, pulled me aside in our acting class and said, you know, do you think that you would want to be a hostess? And I was like, absolutely. I'll do that. Totally. And I really was willing to go and work as a hostess and do the best job because I was like, we need the money, you know? And, uh, and then I went in for the interview yesterday and walked in the door knowing I'm going, I'm here to be of service. I am here to do a job and that's it. You know, this is nothing more and nothing less. And then walked out as the manager because I, (laughs) Like, like, what the fuck? Right. You know, and and there was no ego attached to it. I was genuinely like, yeah, I'm I I do deserve this job because I will do a really good job. I can do a really good job. And that's it. Like, there is nothing else attached to it. You know, it's like I showed up to be of service. No expectations. If I could just remember to do that in other situations, you know, it'd be be fucking great. It'd be fucking great. Can we, is there a way to like have my phone text me <laughs> every so often throughout the day? Right. Yeah. Well, I, I really have to talk to somebody else before I do things like that. I just right. know that. Now, yeah. You know, before I send a text, like I had my two friends on either side of me this morning and I was going to send the text with my, with my, I guess, offer, whatever, like, you know, what I want for my salary for mm. this new job. And I'm like, I could do this by myself or I could ask these two people I love on either side of me to help me draft this, you know, text. And then I did. And they came up with ideas that I never would have thought of. And she accepted it. And, you know. When it before we ask for help. The idea fucking sucks. Yeah. And it's so scary for me and humiliating and. Then when I actually do it, it's like, oh, my God, why was I making life so difficult for myself? Right, right. I mean, for me, asking for help always goes back to like childhood. um, It's not trauma, but childhood like experiences with asking for help, you know, and being made to feel little, small because I didn't know how to do something, you know, and like. I say that to Jack all the time. I'm like, I'm like, oh, please. Always ask us for help. Yeah. I'm like, the two best ways to learn. I'm like, that's the only way that we learn. The two best ways to learn are by asking questions and making mistakes. Right. Right. Because. And he even says that. He says, but mistakes are how we learn. He says that shit. He's four. Yeah. Good. And that's because of you. Like, that's fucking amazing. You know? So what the fuck have we accomplished in a year? (laughs) I think it's hard for me to ask you for help too. And I think there's a lot of expectations with, Mm -hmm. I'm definitely getting better, but like, there's a lot of expectations with you and like, you know, what I expect from a partner and what, you know, a marriage is supposed to look like. And, and all of those are just seeds for, you know, 
<sighs> disappointment really because I'm not accepting and and being grateful for what you are and what our relationship is and what it is growing into and you know I had to throw that in just because this is a relationship podcast it is well I mean even when we're talking about how bad you are at doing something like accents <laughs> that's this is our relationship no man come on man I'm really good at accents where are you from? Brooklyn. Oof. <laughs> Yikes. My favorite is the Pittsburgh accent. Yins. Kate does a really good Pittsburgh accent because she's from Pittsburgh. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I remember, was it you or was it her? It was somebody was like, it was, it, it was, I think the only time I've been, well, no, I, I went with WWE. When I was, when we were there for their wedding, um, there was something, I saw something Steelers or I was just like, oh, Steelers, something. Yeah. And it was either you or her. I think it was her was just like, uh, yeah, like Steelers, it's no joke here. And I'm like, (laughs) wow. (laughs) You mean people in Pittsburgh take the Steelers seriously? (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Never saw that coming. <laughs> Yins take it seriously. Fucking breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> City takes local sports team seriously. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Um, what question were we on? We were on nine. So now we're on question 10 in set one. And there's 12 in each set? Yeah. So we'll do the last three. Let's in this see if set. we can bang it out. Bang all, out, all of them out? The last three? Well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, number 10 in set one. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? (sighs) Such an impossible question to answer. Right. Well, first thing that comes to mind, I guess, for those that have not been listening every week, we are answering these questions, 36 questions that lead to love. From New York, the New York Times uh, published this, and it's uh, an experiment. Who who wrote this? Is it just credited to the staff? Uh, Well, this is Daniel Jones. No. Uh, In Mandy Lynn Catrone's Modern Love Essay, To Fall in Love with Anyone, Do This, she refers to a study by the psychologist Arthur Aaron and others that explores whether intimacy between two strangers can be accelerated by having them ask each other a specific series of personal questions. The 36 questions in the study are broken up into three sets, which with each set intended to be more probing than the previous one. We should have read that in the beginning. (laughs) Ah, So funny. Well, all I'm saying is, it's like we should give these people a heads up that we're doing this because. Because. Oh, the people that did the study. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Or whoever wrote the article or who did the study. Yeah. What are your expectations with that? (laughs) Just kidding. Just. I just want I just want everybody to be invited to the party. Okay. Okay. We love a house party. Yeah. And the movie House Party. I own it. (laughs) Of course you do. What fucking ever. I expect nothing less from you. Yeah, well, we would seem like a bunch of pussies to a couple of dicks. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Do do you want to answer this question first? Well, I honestly feel like I would change nothing because right. I have it all got me to this point. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, it, it's interesting. I remember in the Johnny Carson documentary, uh, The King of Late Night, that they did on PBS, uh, the American Masters, Carl Reiner talked about, because they, they spent a lot of time talking about Johnny's relationship with his mother mm -hmm. and how it was kind of this running theme of nothing he could ever do was ever enough. Yeah. And Carl Reiner makes the point of, you know, everything I walked on water in my house, which is probably why I'm, I'm, could never be as funny as Johnny Carson. Right. And I remember like my alcoholic in inferiority, you know, reaction to that was like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Why didn't my parents treat me like shit? So I'm fucking so much more talented and funnier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why didn't they make the hole inside of me bigger? <laughs> that's you know, a very alcoholic response. That is the most yeah. alcoholic I wish I'd had it worse. Oh, God. Why didn't I? <laughs> I had it so good. You can't imagine how good I had it. Ugh. <laughs> God damn it. How was that accent? Pretty good. You know? So it's like you cut to, you know, Johnny Carson on the beach, his private beach in Malibu, you know, after it's over with wife number three. Right. And he's looking for wife number four. And it's just like, what? It, you know? Yeah, that's a very, that question is very, um, it's just unfair because it's like, right. there's nothing that, what am I going to say? You know, if I, if I had had two parents that stayed together and been supportive and, you know, then my life might have been, would definitely have been different, might have yeah. been, you know, better in some parts when it was harder but you're right. Like I wouldn't be who I am today. What am I? What? What do I want? A more boring life, right? Like what? I, 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 I hear it every day about people who had serious trauma yeah. in their childhoods. Yeah, and I have none of that. But it's, I'm still who I am. Yeah, I still, I I'm I'm still put it this way, I'm still an alcoholic, right? As middle of the road and and as my childhood was, as you know, just suburban middle class family, supportive parents, you know, it it's I'm still who I am. I still have problems. Yeah, I still have you know fears. Yeah. Well, I've grown to be really grateful for the way that I was raised because it really has given me an understanding and a respect for different people's um, like their their lot in life. You know, it's like mm. I understand now my mom being a single mom, raising two girls, what what it took to do that. And her mental health was not ta being taken care of. And you know, and I know what it means to not have things like not even have fucking food. So I get that. And it makes it just makes me more empathetic to people. And like, that's one part of myself that I am the most proud of that I have like really deep empathy for people. I'm an empath, you could say, but I'm not an empath in the way that it's like I watched the news and I sob, you know, I'm just an empath where I'm like, I'm I kind of give people the benefit of the doubt, you know, where I'm like, Maybe you're having a shitty day, you know, maybe you've had a shitty life, 
I've definitely gotten to that place. Yeah. You know, where you can't judge someone's life story by the page that you happen to walk in on. Oh, see, I say the chapter you walk in on. I understand. I like that too, though. There you go. Um. So, I don't know. I wish I'd had a pool. I mean, look. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess the bottom line is we are answering that question every day by how we are raising our son. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, 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 I suppose I would have liked uh, a little more clarity on um, feelings being okay. Yeah. Um, that feelings aren't facts. I don't right. have to act on every feeling. And that feelings have a, a beginning, a beginning and a middle, and an end, end. Yeah. You know, and I still to this day, when I'm in the middle of a feeling, like sitting on the highway, ready to just chuck it all in the fucking in the drink and you know go move to maine to do i don't fucking have a clue what <laughs> but you know write the great american novel i, I guess. guess you know like cut stephen king's lawn i was gonna say hair you do his lawn i'll do his hair cut his hair nails great stephen i don't know he's gonna be very well manicured but it's just uh you know those are things that uh i I don't know. I just that that's what we do with Jack and I'm sure I am sure in 20 years he will have a a quite the interesting answer to that question. Right. You know? Right. I mean, I think this this question also kind of keeps you stuck in the past like your your yeah. inner child kind of being in this place of like self-pity right. and pain and resentment because it's like in order to get to this healthiest, he the healthiest place I've ever been in my life, I've had to heal that little girl that was in a lot of pain, you know, that was feeling ignored and rejected and um, confused and scared at all these terrible things that, you know, were the result of two unhealthy people raising me. I've had to heal her a lot. And because I've let go of these wishes that I had it better I've healed as an adult yeah th there's a lot of I don't know what there's a lot of victimhood victimness in that question I don't know what I don't know what the word is for this the state of being a victim yeah but you know what I mean like it's yeah. just like what would you change about your childhood it's like you're absolutely right. It's like, well, how about I move forward? Yeah. And it's also assuming that the person sitting across from you is not going to say something really fucking traumatic. <laughs> no like, shit. Like what if, they no were, shit. you know, what if they were abandoned? Yeah. At, you know, three months old. I wish I had the road. Yeah. And, I wish I hadn't seen my, my father murder my mother. It's right. Like, I wish I was born addicted to heroin. You <laughs> right. know, it's like, oh shit. Okay. This is set one. Maybe that should be in set three, guys. I know. This is supposed to be the the lighter set. <laughs> but, you know, it's I like... wish I'd had a cat, you know? <laughs> Fuck. It's it's the it's it's things like this that are being written from the perspective <laughs> right. of people that have had it. Right. A nice what if life? you were on a date with Johnny Cash and he's like, I wish my parents hadn't blamed my brother's death on me. Oh, God. <laughs> 
Oh, that kills me, man. It's like blaming one child for the other kid's shit. Where were you? Yeah. Well, where were you? That scene at the fucking the Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, my God. Kills me. Fucking kills me. And, you know, Joaquin, Joaquin's great, but I don't think um, who played the dad, the the Terminator, Patrick. uh, Yeah. I, uh, Stewart. I know. It's the only thing I can think of. God damn it. <laughs> and I'm trying to make the point of like, <laughs> that guy doesn't get enough credit for what an amazing <laughs> actor he is. And I can't think of his goddamn like, name. What's his name. Here, I got it. Oh, you got it. He's so fast. I know the, the, the name Patrick shows up somewhere. Patrick? Patrick? Patrick, where Robert are Patrick. You? Robert Patrick. He is incredible. Yeah. Um. Okay, so question ten is garbage, guys. Let's revise it. Well, we're re we're well, going to write our own. It well, it's it, not garbage. It's not garbage. No. It's it's certainly sparked a very good conversation with us. That's for sure. Um, it just seems like a good excuse to go into like, well, you know, I didn't have this. I didn't have, <laughs> I wish that. I had a pool. <laughs> I wish I had a pool. Right. <laughs> okay. This one, you know, you and I know our, our life story. This one, I don't know. This is for like people falling in love first dates, you know, people that don't know each other. Well, tell me your life. Tell me a story. That's what it says. 11 question 11 take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible all right so four minutes are you timing me yeah go uh i was born in rhode island the youngest of three uh by quite a bit my brother and sister are nine and ten years older than me um which i think contributed to feeling uh not involved in a lot of stuff um kind of felt babied uh quite a bit uh still a great parents great family uh but i still i i was always the youngest of everyone my cousins the the neighbors and then um also redheaded which contributed to a lot of you know I was different, um, but also at the same time, I, th- I think it also fed into, maybe it was already there, a lot of this um, low self-esteem feeling like I wasn't old enough or big enough to do things, but then also I was very, very special, you know? So there was this this big ego and big, you know, um, uh, inadequacies <clears throat> inferiority is the word i was struggling to find <laughs> so uh i was also there was a lot of uh I, I remember even in like kindergarten even before then like i was known as the kid who walked around with his head down didn't smile you should smile more i was just like i just want to be fucking left alone when people call me a redhead i would be like my hair's orange you know like that type of shit um, but, but also there was a lot of joy, you know, um, then when 
there were a new family moved into the neighborhood and it was finally there was kids younger than me uh the langlois twins in particular i have two minutes holy shit um i felt a shift of like oh i'm not the special small one anymore um and so then i kind of grew up with a lot of that i i i was like i enjoyed laughing so i was like i made a conscious decision to uh get attention by being funny um i remember in second grade specifically at like seven years old thinking i better make fun of other kids before they make fun of me and a lot of that carried through uh my entire life became a uh uh, active drinker and pot smoker in college, uh, eventually to the point where I was doing one or both or either or or every day, uh, that eventually became unmanageable. Uh, worked some day jobs that I didn't enjoy. Got into stand up comedy, which is something I always wanted to do my entire life. People were very discouraging of it didn't seem like it was a real job turns out it is it's just like anything you have to put in the work um and eventually uh fell in love and got married uh didn't know how to do that uh cheated on my wife which led directly to uh bottoming out and uh getting sober uh reconnected with my wife saved the marriage um have an amazing little boy who has frankly hit the lottery i've never been more in love with my wife or my life than right now in this moment um wow 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 well done matthew stop wow wow i'll time you okay. you, you can't see your time hold on you got a burp? This is so lame. You're going to cut I'm this. Gonna go and I'm going to go and prepare it. You're going to put. Yeah, you're going to fucking. You're going to practice. You're going to cut this part out where I'm sitting here. Fucking. I mean, I am vamping. I'm killing it. I'm absolutely killing it. Hi, guys. It's me, Matt. I, you know, I still have these diaries on my desk. I have not gotten all the way through. Uh, 1974. I don't even think I'm out of. Uh, out of. Uh, let's 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 find today's date. We're recording this on the 21st of February. So let's see what this guy wrote on the February 1st of 20. Uh, anybody late to the party? I found these old diaries from 74, 76, and 77 and 81 uh, in the free used books uh, at Iliad Bookshop. So I grabbed them. And so this is 1974, February 21st, which was a Thursday. Um, can hardly believe now, how, can hardly believe how awake I was, even at 5.15. On to way up. I, well, oh. I'm telling I'm giving them an update God. for our buddy here. I'm just kidding. Um, it's tough to read his handwriting. Can hardly believe how awake I was even at 5.15. On the way up, I noticed I was about out of gas. Uh, hatched a plot 
to fill it up on my card and get reimbursed in cash by Elaine Elman worked 20 gallons expected uh, either three or more might got $10 and 28 cents, 20 gallons of gas for $10 and 28 cents. <laughs> God bless them. Wow. Uh, did lots more driving to up to car wash morning flu afternoon good too walk to uh equitable i don't know equitable equitable bought about a got it got it got a nice letter from got a nice letter in my box from a deborah sounds Mm, right up in Big Bear, though. I don't know. Got a letter in my box from a Deborah. What's a Deborah? I'm a Tomahawk Deb. I don't know. I don't know. That's out of context, and I got to go back and check it out. But he's, uh, I just, I'm fascinated by this guy. I have not been keeping up with reading the diaries, but um, Sean had mentioned how fascinating he found that. And Oh, yeah. yeah. You ran to the bathroom, and I saw them sitting there, and I thought, well, let's check in with this guy good i mean you know it's something that's going to be relatable in there you know i mean he's a human yeah we're connecting with him and i i think it's cool and i'm sorry that i made you feel silly for or whatever i made you oh feel. you can't make me feel anything i asked for your opinion and you gave it to me that's true that's what happened that's true that that's something i heard today which i really liked is asking people do you want my advice before you give not me even advice. advice well well yeah do you want my opinion my opinion yeah yeah. And I said that to somebody on the phone this morning. I was like, do you want, I said my advice and they said, yes. And then, you know, I, I, I gave it from my own experience, you know, because I was like, this is what helped me. So I'll tell you now, you know, that's mm -hmm. why you're calling me. Right. There is something, at least for me, because I have been in, in the situation where I've told somebody what's going on and they say, all right, well, do you want to know what I think? Or do you want me to just listen? Yeah, that's a good one. And then I'm like, but but for me, actually, the person said, all right, well, do you want to know what I think? Or do you want me to just say good job? Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to sit here wondering what you think. Right. So why don't you just fucking tell me? Do you want the secret of life or do you want me to yeah. just go fuck myself? Yeah. I mean, do you want me to fix this problem for you? Or do you want me to just go <laughs> fuck a duck? Fuck a duck. All right. Quack, quack. Hold on. Four minutes. Okay. Coming up. Oh, goodness. This is pressure. And life story. I grew up in Colorado, Durango. It's 6,000 feet up in the mountains. It's gorgeous. It's picturesque. Um, I had My parents got divorced when I was eight. Um, I have a little sister. Uh, my mother is um, has mental illness that was undiagnosed and was not, you know, um, and and caused chaos in our lives. So there was a lot of me taking care of my sister and, um, which is a lot for a, a little kid. And I was also on my own a lot too. Like I would be off climbing trees and out in the, in nature and, you know, it was a small town. So I could kind of go and do my own thing, you know, ride my bike everywhere. Um, 
just being muddy and dirty and playing outside all all I loved that shit. That made me feel good. Um my dad uh got married to our babysitter. I guess they didn't really get married, but they they shacked up uh to our babysitter. She was in, you know, a little younger than my mom. Um she had two kids. That was really hard because then he was living with this other family in town and we kind of, you know, felt abandoned. Um, and, you know, it wasn't it wasn't easy. Like we would pick up cans on the side of the road and recycle them to get money sometimes. Um, we moved a lot. We moved around like 15 times in 18 years within Durango mostly. But we also moved to Boone, North Carolina to take care of my grandma. That was fucking horrible. <laughs> this is a depressing life story, but it's the truth. You know, it's like. My st- I moved back to Durango and lived with my dad and my stepmom for a little bit. And, um, and that was fucking terrible. <laughs> my stepmom hated me. And now I've, I've got some clarity with that. Thank goodness. You know, I can understand where she was coming from in her sickness. I moved to New York when I was 19. Thank you. Two minutes. Um, before that I got my nail license. I, I went to a school in New Mexico, got my license to do nails so that I could support myself in New York. Didn't end up doing that. Um, I moved to New York and I started temping. Um, I kind of lied and worked my way up into different offices. Like I, I would say, oh, I was making 35,000 at this last job. So then I would make 40 at the next one, you know, and then I'd say, oh, I was making 45 at the last one. And then I'd make, you know, um, being an assistant, And I worked in a law firm for eight years and I did comedy. I did improv. I had a two woman musical improv group that toured all over, you know, all over. And we, um, we were great. And then that, you know, I kind of, I couldn't handle that. I was too codependent to be in any relationship. Um, how do you fit all of it into four minutes? It's insane. Like, um, I, uh, saw my future husband dancing on a dance floor and thought he looked like a shining beacon of happiness and joy. And I said, I want to be around that. That will fix me. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, and you know, by the grace of God, we are still together through, um, you know, my dad died from Alzheimer's disease and that was fucking shitty. And, um, And we have a little baby who's fucking amazing. And he's just, he's just an amazing person. Like how lucky are we? Um, we get to save our marriage. We get to be sober. I get to have girlfriends, like real solid friends who love me and care about me. And it's not just what can I get out of this relationship? Um, I just got a job as the manager of a restaurant, which is fucking crazy and exciting and um that's my life story what did you know that the time was up i felt it in my bones i have a very good in a in a clock did i mention that i do comedy you did oh okay good yeah you mentioned stand-up something you'd always wanted to do oh right 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 yeah wow that's not easy no but it, it is funny once you get through once you lay the foundation of what childhood was like, it, I mean, for me, it was like, and then I kind of felt that way for, for 20 more years. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I forgot to mention the parts where I went into incredible amounts of debt. Oh, but that's just so drinking. boring. You know, it's so boring. Yeah. Money is boring. It is. 
So is this question number 12? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Oh, this is a good one. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? You've gone first a lot. Do you want me to go first? I don't have an answer, but do you want me to go first just to be fair? Um, sure. I do have an answer because I think about this a lot. I would love to be able. What? what? This isn't like superpowers, right? No, quality or ability. Quality. Quality. I want to be less of an asshole. No, I, I want, I would love to be able to play the piano really, 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 really Mm, well. I think that would be, and I keep saying I'm going to learn and just feels like this insurmountable, you know. I used to I used to wait outside a roller skate around the block while my friend Lauren would have her piano lessons. And I would just be like, man, that would be so great if somebody gave me piano lessons. <laughs> like, It's so funny. Cool. I mean, my brother and sister both got piano lessons and they bitched about it so much yeah. that my mother just was like, I'm not even going to bother with him. Yeah. So funny. What about you? What would you want to wake up with? Tomorrow. I mean, that'd be great. I have dreams sometimes where all of a sudden I can pick up a guitar and I'm like, how am I doing this? Yeah. Or yeah. I wish I could do accents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep wishing. Keep wishing. If wishing were, what is it? It takes more than wishes to do the dishes. No, if wishes were something, then we'd all be something. What is it? If, if. Wish in one hand and shit in the other. See which gets filled first. <laughs> oh, you're not listening to. Oh. Okay, go ahead. What's if yours? wishes. If wishes were dishes, we'd all be kings. If. If wishes were yeah, fishes. It, that's what it is. If wishes. What? If wishes were fishes. I guess it's like a. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, it not. takes more than wishes to do the dishes I got from Fractured Fairy Tales on Rocket Bullwinkle. If wishes were fishes, then beggars would eat. That's what it was. Wow. And if a it's frog your... had wings, he wouldn't bump his ass when he hopped. <laughs> <laughs> it says, uh, it, it's useless. It's useless to wish. Better results will be achieved through action. Thanks, Dr. Oz. That's what it's from. Okay. If wishes were fishes, then beggars would eat. My favorite that I heard inside the wrestling industry about, you know, how the boss is just the guy in charge and everybody doing the work or the ones doing the work was very succinctly and colorfully described as we're the ones fucking this dog. You're the, you're just holding the head. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. So is it piano for you too? Um, Guitar? uh, No, I think it would be, um, uh, to speak another language. Yeah. I'd love to speak Spanish. I mean, I that's stupid. We could. I, just I mean, do we it. could. That's yeah. <laughs> so stupid. It's, it's, it's just a matter of learning how to speak Spanish. Yeah. I just am lazy. Right. Do I don't, I don't, me. I don't care enough to do it. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say, no, I care. I just am busy. I can find time to do other things. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. If, if I could press a button and wake up and do it, s- super. Yeah. But a quality, too. That's also interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's something that I that I think is is easier to work on for me. Yeah. Well, you know? 
abilities as well. I don't know. It's interesting. Somebody was talking about um, the importance of meditation in their lives. And he made a very interesting pitch <laughs> about how um, it's, it is not about doing nothing. It is not about this. It's not about that. It's just about concentrating and concentrating on your breath. And if you do it every day, you get better at it. Mm -hmm. And you get better at concentrating in every aspect of your life. You get better at being, you know, concentrating when people are listening. You get better at, you know, your work. You get better at... talking, you mean. Yeah, you get better at being a husband. You get better at being a father. You get better at learning. He even said, you get better at learning a language. You can concentrate more. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, so that's the secret. Oh. Why didn't anyone ever tell me that before? Mm. They did. I'm just kidding. Mm. Mm. Well, I feel like we can stop. All right. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) So long. Is there anything else you wanted to say? Take care of yourself and each other. I always loved that. Did you ever watch Jerry Springer when he was on? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. And he would end every episode after just poisoning the world. Yeah. For pouring fluoride into the water. Just urinating in the cupcakes. (laughs) The cupcakes, yeah. And then he would have his final thought where he would try to salvage his soul for 24 more hours. And then he would always end it with take care of yourself and each other. Yeah. And it's just like, fuck you yeah which is the perfect you are ruining the world which is the perfect reach around for how we started this episode which is these tabloids now being like oh "Oh, caroline flack what a talent what a talent you know Mm. oh we lost a good one it's like yeah all right if that makes you feel better about this shit you're gonna print tomorrow you're done you're done son you're basic (laughs) well we still want to hear from you guys we want to you know send us your whatever who cares oh yeah yeah We'd yeah love to hear from you yeah um i love you okay pod at gmail.com uh you can follow us on instagram at i love you okay pod and on facebook we have a little facebook group join that we have relationship advice we have relationship experience we shall share we have relationship opinions we have relations leave us a review uh rate us on uh Apple Podcasts. Yeah. I mean, whatever you listen to us on, that's fine. But if you can just pop over, hop it's over there, easy. just just put put some stars, put a little. Yeah. Uh, these guys. Yeah. But also, if you are, you know, just listening and that's all you got right now, that's OK, too. We are glad to have you. Is there anybody in there? <laughs> just none of you can hear me. <laughs> the dogs are going crazy out back. They can't hear that. I, I love, love you. Oh, I love you. Okay. okay. I love you. Okay. Okay. Hey. Okay. Okay. Goodbye.